When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Back here for another Six Rings and Football Things, a Mike Cadlick edition with me, Andy Hart. Hello. Six Rings and Football Things is presented by FanDuel Sportsbook. Make every moment more, and we're making more of the Six Rings podcast feed this year. Wrapping in Mike Cadlick, WEEI.com's new Patriots beat reporter. And as part of that, we are going to, I think, do weekly episodes where we look at the game at hand, the matchup at hand and we're going to take something that mike is writing over on weei.com cadlick's crucial clashes oh yeah you don't have to like it just listen if you don't like it just move on and listen to the content of it if you do like it it could be one of those things that's so at first it rubs you the wrong way and then you're like huh i kind of like that you know once you figure out how to say it you might like it right it's like have you ever oh. experienced uh, – we're global, by the way. The Patriot Nation oh, yeah. is global. We know that. The sun never shines on Patriot Nation. So we have some listeners out in Australia, New Zealand, that area. I don't know if you've ever taken in Vegemite because it's a um, acquired taste, I guess. I never okay. acquired the taste. It's the worst thing I've ever eaten in my entire life. It tastes like crap. It's vomit-inducing. Okay. But some people have the, oh, it's gross, and then, hmm, but I want a little more with Vegemite. I think this could be the Vegemite of football analysis. Cadillac's crucial clashes. Yeah. So last night I'm eating salted caramel Oreo ice cream. I like it. At first it it's, it's weird. It's like, you know, you got the, the salt taste, the Oreo, like everything acquired taste, take another bite. It's like, okay, I can do this. And then you get used to it. And then I I could eat it tonight and tomorrow. So there we go. It's like pickles on pizza. Exactly. Another thing Cadillac likes that most of the world does not. Anyway, Patriots, Eagles, uh, Sunday evening, Gillette Stadium, the season opener. It is an exciting time because there are hopeful people about the Patriots. Probably no one more hopeful than, um, I swear it's Nick Fitzy Stevens' pseudonym, um, Connor Orr at Sports Illustrated, who has the Patriots not only making the playoffs, serving as the three seed, and I believe as the only team out of the division, to make the playoffs. Um, no idea what Connor Orr is smoking, but hey, it's preseason. He could be right. I don't know why I'm mocking. Yeah, as as someone who is rather, I guess, bullish and hopeful on this team, uh, I think if things go, they'll go the right way, you know, they can be rather successful. I think that prediction is just crazy. There, I think okay. there's, no, there's no way they win the division. They could squeak in a wild card and maybe make some noise, but three seed, that's a little much. Okay, but you got to have goals. You got to have uh, hopes and dreams, and that's a hope and dream for Connor Orr in Sports Illustrated. A hope and dream for Andrew Brandt of Sports Illustrated in the same prediction piece posted on their website. Um, Andrew Brandt believes the Eagles will go undefeated, not just in the regular season, but throughout the season. The Eagles will not lose this year, so thereby, ipso facto, or some one of those things, he apparently believes the Eagles will beat the Patriots Sunday afternoon at Gillette yes. Stadium. Because you can't go 19-0, and or now it's 20-0. and You can't go 20-0 and without going 1-0. and nope. Patriots-Eagles, it's an interesting matchup. It's a arguably the most talented team in football, or one of the two or three most talented team in football, and that's Philly. I'm not talking about the Patriots. Um, young quarterbacks, coaching changes, 
a team that's looking to reestablish itself as a Super Bowl contender in Philly, Patriots team looking to reestablish itself as competitive, as a contender of any sort, whatever you want to call it. So let's get down to it. Cadillac's crucial clashes. Number one on the list is what? It's Jalen Hurts versus this defense. And it sounds, you know, kind of uh, kind of broad, I guess, but it's, you know, when you boil it down to the quarterback and what this defense did last season, that's got to be their biggest worry here, right? Because, um, and you know, as I wrote about, the Patriots defense was supposed to be, or is supposed to be really good heading into this season and building off of what they did last season. And last season, 20 points per game, 10th in the NFL, 30 takeaways, and led the NFL in defensive touchdowns with seven. But... And it's been well-documented. Matthew Judon talked about it a few weeks ago or with Chris Gasper, and they kind of went back and forth with that line in the sand, right, between the quarterbacks they played and where the differenti- the differ- what the differentiator is. Yep. And so if, I, if we read it out, the Patriots last season played Mitch Trubisky, Jared Goff, Jacoby Brissett, Sam Ellinger, Zach Wilson, Colt McCoy, and Teddy Bridgewater. They were great. 11 points per game, 200 passing yards a game. Shut them down. Easy. Great defense. When they played against Tua and Lamar and Aaron Rodgers and Justin Fields, Cousins, Carr, Burrow, Josh Allen, 29 points per game allowed, 250-plus passing yards. Like, it's clear what they can and can't defend against, at least last season, and it was elite quarterbacks. So right from the jump, they get uh, Jalen Hurts, 14-1. and So, like, the Andrew Brandt prediction, right? Jalen Hurts went 14-1 and in games started last year. He was very, very good. He was efficient. He's smart. He doesn't make mistakes. And he can also run the hell out of the ball. So, like, this pass rush with Uche and Judon, you know, they're, they're going to try and get after the quarterback. But you also have to contain Hurts, who can go and scamper for 700 yards and 13 touchdowns in a season. So, um, it's not just going to be pin your ears back. It's going to be disciplined football. And uh, they're going to have to somehow find a way to contain Jalen Hurts, who, like I said, he's he's not only this freak athlete who can run and pass all over the yard, but he's also very smart in what he does with the football. So, uh, I feel like that's, if not number one, one of the top three things that you know we got to watch out for. Uh, this Absolutely. Um, I think Bill Belichick kind of laughed off the idea that Malik Cunningham could prepare the defense for Jalen Hurts. Yeah. And it wasn't, it wasn't a disrespect to Malik Cunningham. It was more right. of a respect for Jalen Hurts. Like, dude was an MVP candidate a year ago. Dude was about as good as you could play the position, had a breakout year. Um, I've made the comparison. I talked to Gresham Fourier on our airwaves about it yesterday. I feel like Jalen Hurts is becoming the good Russell Wilson when Russell Wilson was leading the Seahawks. Yeah. And he can throw. He's undersized. He can throw. He makes some really great throws now, which I think was an evolution. Also, when he runs, he's a smart runner. I know we think of the the rugby first downs and like that, but he seems to run and then scamper out of bounds, like run yeah. and get down. Like he doesn't take a lot of big hits. So I think he's a unique challenge for what should be the strength of the Patriots defense, the front. Okay, you got to figure out a way. Like Barmore, Judon, Uche, you guys are supposed to be really good. You guys are supposed to be the foundation, the best players on the team. Figure it out. The one thing I would ask you, and this comes off a tweet from your uh, buddy and a uh, former Six Rings and probably future Six Rings guest, Taylor Kyles. Mm -hmm. Kyles? Is that his last name? Yeah, Kyles. Okay, didn't mess it up. Um, This idea that, it's it's old school cliche for oh running quarterback you can't play man you got to play zone because you don't want everybody with their backs turned running with their receivers because he'll take advantage and then he posted a stat that one of the best defensive jobs against Hertz and the Eagles a year ago was a Colts team that apparently threw like fifty three percent man coverage against them single deep safety so I don't know what the Patriots will choose to do 
my guess is they'll mix it up. I think that's yeah. all, you know boring, but I think if you a good quarterback, you stay in anything, they eat it alive. Like right. That's why Tom Brady used to kill the Dick LeBeau zone blitz defenses because they tried to do what they do. And Brady's like, well, if you do what you do, I'm going to do what I do. I know what you're you doing. Do. Right. Yeah. It's so stupid. <laughs> yeah. um, so I think defensively they'll have to mix it up. But, yeah, I mean, in, in the end, it's about athletes making plays against an athlete. Like, it, I know it's overly simple, but Uche and Judon have to be athletes because I know Jalen Hurts is going to be an athlete. One question there. Any yeah. um, benefit? to Jalen Hurts not really playing in the pre like could you get a rusty Jalen Hurts early and maybe take advantage yeah I mean we were talking yesterday actually when we were down in Foxborough just about um like the teams that last season didn't play any of their starters and I think they went like three and eight in week one so if you come if you combine that with this you know whether you buy into it or not the Super Bowl hangover where you know you get there and then you're shortened off season and all you're thinking about is losing the game and blah 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 you come into week one and you lay flat. Mix that with the Tom Brady game. There's a lot going on on Sunday in Gillette Stadium. Yep. So, like, you know, mixing that all together. Um, yeah, I could see them coming out a little flat. Again, I don't think Hertz is going to make many mistakes. Like you talked about, he's a smart runner. He's just, like, he, he seems like a very cerebral player on and off yep. the field. Like, absolutely. It, even the way he runs and the way he like trains and lifts, like he, he squats like 600 pounds. Like he's, he's very prepared. I, he's got this calm demeanor about him. Like, I really like him as a player. And um, like, I don't know how much all that outside noise is going to get to him. Um, but I think they could catch them off guard a little bit with, you know, the defense they can bring. And again, um, talking about his smarts and what they're going to bring, whether it's zone or man, they'll mix it up and they'll, they'll try and find ways to confuse Hurst. I just don't know if he gets confused that easily because again, I think he's pretty smart with the football. He's smart and he's even keeled. I mean, nobody went right. through a more dramatic college football career than him losing his starting job, being replaced in the national title game, going yeah. to Oklahoma, the ups, the downs, that that whole thing. I mean, he may make physical mistakes, but I don't think he's going to crap himself because he didn't play in the preseason or because, oh, Tom Brady's over there or it's the opener or, or right. expectation. Like, Nope. I don't and even when he does, that. even when he does make mistakes, he's very like, okay, next play. Like, right. it doesn't matter. Right. Like, so, yeah. yeah. Um, okay, so let's move on to Cadillac's crucial clash yeah. number two. Uh, it's the obvious one, and it's what we're all talking about, and it's the offensive line versus Philly's defensive front. Yeah. Because, um, yeah, I guess they're getting healthier, and I feel like we have an idea of what we're gonna have up front. I know that's it's it's Ish. gonna be it's gonna be Trent. It's gonna be strange. It's gonna be strange. <laughs> it's gonna be yeah. Trent. It's gonna be Cole Strange. Andrews. Uh, and then probably on Wenu and Calvin Anderson on the right side. And so speaking of haven't played <laughs> ex exactly. So I think Brown, Strange, and on Wenu were limited yesterday. Anderson's first real reps is going to be against the Philadelphia Eagles front, who is the only the fourth team in NFL history last season to have seventy plus sacks in the season. Um, and so like yeah, it, it feels like things got a little better after you know. Trent was down in the preseason and Strange was out and on when who finally comes back. But again, it's still, again, you're going up against that front with um, Hassan Reddick and I know Hargrave's gone now, but like Josh Sweat and all those guys, Fletcher Cox, like they're going to get after Mac Jones. And so um, whether it's Adrian Clem scheming it up, whether it's, uh, and this sort of blends into like my third one, which is, you know, the wide receivers against these DBs. They have to scheme this thing up. And Belichick talked about it on uh, Greg Hill, where 
you can't sit back there and hold the ball all day. You have to get it out of Mac Jones's hands quick because they're just not going to be able to keep up against this defensive front. And going back to Anderson, like, okay, you're going to put this guy who is coming off not just an injury, but an illness. And it's undisclosed right now, but um, I mean, he probably lost some weight. He hasn't really probably been able to weight train all that much. He hasn't had these reps against not only his guys. Now you got to, you know, defend against this front. It's just, I feel like they're going to end up rotating people in on the right side on when it might kick out, like it's going to be a cluster from the start. And uh, to have to go up against this front to start is just, uh, they're going to have to scheme it up properly if they want to have any success. Yeah, I think this is the worst possible week one matchup for the Patriots yeah. because of this. Um, you know, that phrase. Max said it too, a bunch of beasts. That's how Max said it, it is. to Jones and Mayo. It is. Right. Like, but that's funny to say during the week. It's not funny on Sunday when those beasts are trying to right. eat you. Um, yeah. And I just the Patriots offensive line in this matchup, you know, that that phrase that unions, I think, use when they want to have somebody removed with like a vote of no confidence, a vote of no confidence in like the negotiator or something. That's what I have. I have a vote of no confidence in the Patriots offensive line. I'm sorry. The edges, the front, the middle, uh, Davis and Carter, like they have big guys that are athletic. Cox moves around like I don't know where you think you're going to win a matchup like you can't double team everybody right. nobody's healthy you also know i have this belief i think that's probably your starting lineup i don't think mm-hmm. that'll play all the snaps on the offensive line i think they're probably gonna have to rotate some you may see some some mafia you may see some so somebody like i think you're gonna see other guys out there yeah. which is less than ideal against them i, I just this and i don't know how you scheme it up like you right. can scheme up when you face like the Patriots, for example, if you say, well, all we re- we got to stop Judon. He's the start of it all. Or the Rams with Donald. Like, right. Something but like that. Yeah. How do you scheme up? Like, at some point, our five guys have to pe- have to block their four or five guys. And I don't know right. if they're ready to do that. Forget about capable. And I mean ready. I don't know if they're ready to do that. They may be capable if this game were in week six. But it isn't. It's in week one. They haven't right. played together. I just, I don't know how anybody... I mean, I, I'll be honest. I think if you got truth serum and asked those five guys, like, what do you think about this? They'd be like, we might have an issue. Like, yeah. this might be a, I just, I don't know how anybody could feel good about it. And we know that's games we, we get. I know Andy Gresh loves to talk O-line play and all that, but this is a matchup where the O-line for the Patriots could very easily set the tone and decide the game. Oh yeah, 100%. And talking about like rotating in, the the Patriots have sort of prided themselves, you know, not only not like the whole last 20 years, but a lot of times their best teams, they have a good offensive line. Yep. Like they have a, a solid offensive line. And that's because all five guys basically played all 16 games together. Offensive line is just as much about like not relationship, but like, you know, knowing who's on your side and knowing who's going to be there and having like a trust that this guy's going to yeah. block this guy. Except like it's, it's a team thing. It's not just it's synchronized blocking. Like it's right. Exactly. Not necessarily. So like, you're great. You're great. You're great. Cause they haven't always had great players, right? But they had good lines through coaching yes. and continuity and all of that. They don't so have, have to that. rotate through. You're going to have to rotate through week one. Like that's just a recipe to, for disaster for the entire season. And I believe they did that a few years ago. When were they do the year? The year I believe they got killed in Kansas City and Garoppolo came in, I believe that September they yeah. were rotating out of necessity. And what's that guy, Devi Jordan? Yes, Devy Jordan Devi. That's like, yeah. And that didn't go well. And it's no. like it usually doesn't. 
when you rotate on the line, when you're unsure about your offensive line, a lot of times it does not go well. And certainly, right. no offense to Adrian Clem, this is his first game too. Like, I might feel better about this a year from now or two years right. from now, but he's not Dante Scarnecchia. He's better than what they had last year, but he's not Dante Scarnecchia. So um, I think this one is the, the biggest key to the game, the biggest key yeah. to – and, oh, by the way, if you stop their pass rush, I think you got a shot. I just don't yeah. think you can stop the pass rush. <laughs> no, right. I'm with you. And that's sort of that's what blends into to number three, if we want to get into it. And it's the receivers versus their defensive backs. Because um, yeah, they lost Chauncey Gardner Johnson and uh I think another safety that's I can't think of right now. But Darius Slay, James Bradbury, Barry are probably one of the top three or four anyway, cornerback duos in the NFL. Um, and Mac talked about it and he spoke with Adam Jones like Juju Smith-Schuster's last game in the NFL was against these guys. So maybe there's a little bit of help that the, he can bring. And, you know, I'm probably – I'm sure they're watching Super Bowl film and all that of just how to get open against these guys and what they're going to do defensively in their defensive backfield. But, um, look, it's a new year, new new coaches. They lost their defensive coordinator. John Gannon is now doing whatever the hell he's doing out in Arizona. Matt Patricia's there on the defensive side of the ball. So they're going to have to find a way to get these guys open – with this defensive line or offensive with this crummy defensive offensive line, excuse me, in front of them. And so whether that's getting open quick and O'Brien's whole thing is matchups and like, you know, quick throws from the slot, get it out in space, find your, find your matchups. Right. And you do have guys, look, you talk about Hunter Henry and Gasicki and Kendrick Bourne and Demario Douglas, even those guys can play inside, outside, I think we saw Douglas in the backfield a few times this offseason. So, like, they're going to find ways to, you know, get these guys in space and mismatch them up. It's just a matter of if our guys are really better than their guys, and we're going to have to kind of see how that plays out. But um, I think that's that's another interesting matchup to take a look at. Okay, so I want to use this third one as a leaping off point to a okay. couple – you kind of touched on it, but a couple other matchups that I think are critical. Yeah. Um, so you mentioned the coaching and yep. the importance of Bill O'Brien, and I do think on some level – for the Patriots to win this game, they're going to have to out-coach the Eagles, and they're going to have to do some things schematically and flow of the game and personnel groupings and, and formationing to get advantages on a play-by-play -play basis. And that can be difficult to have to, you know, not know that you just have flat-out an athlete that can beat the other right. guy across from every single play. That's an easier way to play. Um, so I think there is pressure there on Bill O'Brien to do that. Now, maybe he'll do it. Maybe you said it. Maybe Demario Douglas will be used in unique ways, and I'm a big – Kendrick Bourne, uh, believer heading into this season, a little uh, plug here, go over to WEI.com right now and listen to the season preview predictions from, uh, I think what Cadillac who put it together called the football guys, kind of the pregame show, the oh, yeah. podcast peeps, the people that are focused on football. And, uh, one of my predictions is Kendrick Bourne related, and it's a positive prediction coming off of last year. So go read that now. Um, but I think that, coaching matchup because everybody's like well you know they lost their uh their coordinators well first of all offensively i think it's nick sirianni's offense so i don't think right. they lost the the head of their offense i think the head of their offense and you now have a veteran quarterback in place in hurts um yeah so i, I kind of compare this to buffalo loses brian dable yeah i thought their offense would take a step back because he was the guy at the center of the offense because Sean right. McDermott, the defensive coach in Philadelphia, I think Nick Sirianni kind of runs the offense. So I don't know that they'll take a step back there defensively. It's interesting because I don't 
think they lost a great defensive coach, even though he got promoted to head coach. And right. they have Matt Patricia, and we know Matt Patricia knows the Patriots, and we know assistants against Belichick have had success over the years, blah, blah, blah. So I think the coaching matchup is somewhat interesting. And even with the head coach, Bill Belichick, like what's he doing to sort of rehab his image? There was hot seat talk, Boomer Esiason, you can't, he's not on the hot seat, blah, blah, blah. Belichick in the spotlight here to see how his team starts. But then I wanted to transition into, you have the wide receiver cornerback matchup from an Eagles to the Patriots perspective. I mean, from the other way around, Patriots receivers, Eagle. I have a big concern about the Eagles receivers matched up against your young secondary, your young cornerbacks. I shouldn't say young secondary. The safety position, I think, will be fine. So you have Christian Gonzalez. You have Jack Jones. I think you have Jonathan Jones, even though he missed basically the entire preseason. He's not on the injury report. I think he'll he'll be fine. Good to go. But again, didn't really play. So I don't know if he's rusty and could use a little work. Um, And they go up against, I think, one of the more challenging duos in the NFL because of the differentiation. Like Miami has two really quick, fast, undersized receivers. This is a beast of a receiver in A.J. Brown who can kick your ass, take your name, and take your lunch on the way to the end zone. Right. And then sort of the the lanky Devontae Smith possession, route runner, volume catch kind of guy. And what those guys do versus Jack Jones, who got off this week, great for him. I know there's yep. a lot of people wondering how and why, and, you know, is the judge a Patriots fan? Okay, who cares? <laughs> yeah, right. He's on the field. Um, and Adrian this is a Gonzalez, football podcast. This isn't a law podcast. Right. <laughs> uh, you want law, go talk to Mike McCann from uh, yeah. SI and ask him about it. I right, will just focus on football, and Jack Jones will be on the football field. <laughs> yeah. And then you have Christian Gonzalez. I almost called him Adrian Gonzalez. Christian Gonzalez um, yeah. on the football field who I don't know if it's a stretch to say might be the most important Patriots player. He's in the top two, three, four with Mac and Trent Brown and a couple yeah. other guys. Um, is he ready for this? Is he ready for it? Because I think – I thought he tailed off as the preseason went on. I thought he was better early and then kind of tailed. Um, again, just like the line may or may not be able to physically match up with the Eagles' defensive front, I don't know if these cornerbacks can just flat-out physically match up with the receivers they're facing. Right. Um, I'm with you. I think, I think about the way that the Patriots have – tried to win against Kansas city in the past and against uh, the dolphins in the past where they take Jonathan Jones and they put him on the fast guy in Tyreek Hill yep. with safety help and take him away and let the other ones beat you. Well, first of all, the safety help was Devin McCourty and he's now gone. He gone. So if you, t- even if you take John Jones, put him on uh Devonte Smith with the fast guy, then you're relying on a Jalen Mills as the second help there. And it's like, Okay, we'll see what happens. But once you say say you do take away Devontae Smith, then you have A.J. Brown, who just went for 1,400 yards and what, however many touchdowns, his best season with an actual quarterback and not Ryan Tannehill. Um, then you have him against rookie Christian Gonzalez. So, like, even if you do take that away, you still have this beast mode of a wide receiver and A.J. Brown against a rookie. So, uh, yeah, that's going to be tough. I'm, I'm curious to see how they do it. Um, I'm sure if that's the idea – you're going to want safety hope over the top with him. And then it's Kyle Duggar and then Dallas Goddard goes yard. So they, they have a, they have a tough matchup here with, uh, with these weapons for sure. Um, not going to put it past them. I think they can do it. Um, I think, you know, Belichick's smart defensively. He knows how to scheme things up. I don't know. Like you said, man zone, they'll switch it up, but uh, it's, it's definitely not going to be easy. Like the challenge is ahead and it's, it's, 
Uh, I'm curious to see how, how they figure this out because I don't think I don't think they're going to put up 41 points and Brown's going to go for you know 200 yards and two touchdowns. Like I don't think that's going to happen. I just don't know how they're going to make it not happen. If you get what I'm saying. That's why they make the big bucks. That's exactly. why uh, they're NFL coaches. That's why we talk about it and they do right. it. <laughs> we talk about it. They do it. Belichick right. has 50 years of NFL experience to pull from. He's had bad matchups before and he's find, found a way to win those bad matchups. Obviously, some of them on the biggest stage, like the Bills and the Rams and Super Bowls and all of that. Right. Um, but this is definitely a challenge. And the one thing you just noted, I'll just sort of expand on. No extension of the preseason. You're facing right. arguably your best opponent or one of your best opponents on the schedule in week one. One of your biggest challenges for, we just said it, a number of different position groups may not face a tougher challenge than they face in week one. So you can't like knock the rust off and get up to speed. And You I'll... can't afford that anymore because you're not nope. penciled in for 12 wins like you Correct. used to be. So there's so, no there's no time to catch up in weeks, you know, 11 and 12. And you don't have so the that first anymore. first drive of the game, first quarter through the fourth quarter. You better be at your competitive best or right close to it or you may have a problem. So that's going to put the wraps on the first six rings edition of Cadillac's Crucial Clashes. But I did want to ask you. It. <laughs> so yeah. I will make my prediction on our six rings preview podcast with Fitzy myself. We'll okay. get an. Um, a view from the enemy side in terms of Philadelphia and we'll have our fan duel bet of the week. So you'll have to stick around elsewhere on the six rings feed for that. Can I get a Mike Cadlick game prediction here to close out Cadlick's crucial clashes? You can, um, they're going to keep it close the Patriots, but okay. they're not going to be able to get it done in the end. I think they go and one to start the season. Um, I think there's going to be some points scored on both sides. I Ooh. think, I think not not a ton. Like I think you know, if you're if you're a betting man, take the over, but it's going to okay. be a close one. Um, I think the spreads around three and a half right now. I would still take Philly. Um, call it twenty eight twenty one. Eagles. Twenty eight twenty one. Eagles says Mike Cadlick, weei.com. I think yep. if you're a Patriots fan, um, I know we don't we we fallen prey to too many moral victory Mondays in recent years around here. But I would call that a moral victory Monday. If yeah. you lose by a one-score game to open the year against arguably the favorite to go to the Super Bowl, or probably the favorite to go to the Super Bowl in the NFC, one of the best teams in football, I think that's a, a moral victory you might be able to move on moving forward, build on moving forward. Tough schedule, open it. But right. uh, nothing tougher than saying Cadillac's crucial clashes. The Patriots don't have to do that. They just have to stop no. Jalen Hurts and A.J. Brown and Fletcher Cox and all of Hassan Reddick. And what would you else. rather do? Have to say Cadillac's crucial clashes or stop that front seven? Uh, that's a tough one. <laughs> yeah, I know it. Tough. They're, they both could leave you embarrassed. But yeah. luckily we made yes. it through. This has been Six Rings and Football Things. New Year, new edition. Mike Cadillac's clashes. I took out the crucial for that to make yeah. it easier. Six Rings and Football Things is presented by FanDuel Sportsbook. Make every moment more. And the moments are beginning to pile up because football is here. Chiefs, God. Lions, season opener, Friday night lights. If you're a high school football fan, college football's in full swing. Sunday afternoon at Gillette Stadium, we have Tom Brady, Bill Belichick, the Eagles, Ooh. Jalen Hurts. I mean, get excited. Get much better than this if you're a no. football fan. Nope, it's good stuff. Six rings out. See ya.